Welcome to the FBA Profit Show with your hosts Subi and Leland. Did you know though e-commerce is the fastest growing business model across the globe? The first e-commerce website Amazon which was launched in 1995 did not make any profit for the first seven years. Jeff didn't record his first profits until 2003. Hi, welcome to FBA Profits. My name is Leland. Hi, I'm Zuby. I was going to say this is FBA Profit. Been thinking about Keanu Reeves from uh, Point Break. Do you remember that? Where he does this whole <laughs> FBI. Anyway, it's that season, right? We're we're coming up on tax season. Yes, and, we're uh, there. People are scrambling, including myself. It's time to get lots of paperwork together and get things ready. And you had a great topic for today on some tools that we can use and some basics if you're in that FBA world and then doing Amazon as a reseller to help get everything ready and deal with the tax man. Yeah, the, the taxes is one of those things where um, it, it's really cumbersome as an Amazon seller, especially if you're a new Amazon seller, or you're a smaller Amazon seller, you don't have, you know, you, you don't have seven figures in sales and you don't have a full-time CPA that's working for you. Uh, it can become really cumbersome and, and, and pretty intense if, if you don't know what you're doing or if you fall behind on a lot of things. So uh, today we're just going to take a quick gander at uh, sort of explaining what the different financial statements are uh, for a business and then really de- delving deep into, the, into one of them and talking specifically about Inventory Lab um, and what, what you can do with Inventory Lab. Uh, three things you can do using Inventory Lab to really make your life simple and easier come tax time. Um, and these are three things you can do on a monthly basis to make sure that um, everything is copacetic on your account. Now, before you go on, we're talking about Inventory Lab. You can go to the website, right? It's it's the domain is as it's, as you're saying it, inventorylab.com, right? They have subscription services. I think you've talked about them. We've talked about them a number of times. We're big fans of them. I just want to be really clear because you just blew right by, you know, who that what they are, what it is as a tool, because it does a lot more than just prepare your tax paperwork, right? Inventory Lab is awesome. It is it, in my opinion, it is a must-have for anybody selling on Amazon. Um, they, you know, you can do your research on there. Um, you can you can figure out your profit margins, your ROI margins. It does your um, one of the most important parts of your financial statements you can do it there, which is a profit and loss statement. Um, and it, it, it has a plethora of different um, things that really will make selling on Amazon a lot easier for you. So we, we are huge fans of them. We're not affiliated with them. We don't no. get any kind of a, a referral fee from them. But um, anybody who is uh, involved in any of our coaching uh, programs gets the inventory lab. Anybody that has uh, that uses our uh, profit back services uses inventory lab because that's what we use to c- create the shipments and to list products on their uh, on their account. So huge fans of inventory lab, uh, even though they probably have never heard of us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, but they are the Swiss army knife. If you're doing FBA, uh, they are the Swiss army yes. knife to, to, to pony up, get it, makes your life much easier. So didn't mean to hijack it, but I want to make sure we covered at least what that was. So uh, uh, you, you made it sound like I had said an acronym and, and didn't explain it. So I was like, uh, <laughs> no, no, that's a whole nother interruption. <laughs> it's a whole but, definition. All yeah. right. So let's just get right into it. Um, just a, a quick uh, sort of a macro perspective on financial statements for a business. If, if you run a business, there are three main things, three main financial statements that you need to have uh, and you need to have a good grasp on to make sure that you understand the health of your business. Uh, those are income statement, balance sheet, and cash flow statement. Um, 
for our purposes, balance sheet and cash flow statement, although they are very important to get a full picture of your of the health of your business, as far as Amazon and what we're going to be discussing today, those we're not going to get into. Um, our main point of focus is going to be the income statement, which is also known as the profit loss statement. Um, this is where it shows what your sales were, what your expenses were, what your cost of goods sales, uh, cost, cost of goods sold was. Um, and all the other expenses that you might have had. And then it gives you a top line and a bottom line number as far as what your profit margins are and what your dollar profits are, which as a reseller on Amazon is something that is extremely important to us, probably you know the primary fa- uh, factor for any financial statement that we have. The balance sheet and cash flow statements are things that you can use you know, QuickBooks for or A2X, or there's other services out there that you can use or, or an Excel spreadsheet uh, to get those, um, to get a better understanding of that. But for today, we're going to just concentrate on your income statement or the profit and loss statement. And inventory, inventory lab is an awesome tool to use for that because they actually do your that portion of your financial statements for you. Uh, with Amazon, it is extremely cumbersome to try to figure out what your profits were, what your buy cost was, because they don't know. Amazon does not have a, a function where you can go into your seller central account and put in what your buy cost was. Uh, the only way for you to, to have a buy cost and to know what your profits are is by using a service like Inventory Lab or some people, when they start out, they use Excel spreadsheets or whatnot. Um, but go ahead. I was just going to say, and to add to this, I know some people have a tendency to use certain you know, I'm a big fan of uh, QuickBooks. I know some people like Quicken. Some people are using spreadsheets. I, I, I had somebody I worked with years ago, who pen and paper. And I have to say with inventory labs, again, not a commercial, not sponsored by, which is very funny, but to be able to track inventory besides buy costs and what the sell cost is, but to be able to track your inventory and know what your cost of goods sold are, inventory lab, it's built in. You're not trying to do anything. I can tell you from personal experience, trying to use QuickBooks to do something in retail is very difficult. So right there for me, well worth the monthly fee to, to not have to try to tease out what's in inventory, what was out, what was first in, what was first out. Don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the, you know, for QuickBooks, the, the learning curve is pretty high if you've never used it before. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of um, data input that you have to do yourself um, to categorize stuff. So whereas Inventory Lab, it just automatically syncs to your Amazon Seller Central account, pulls the data from there, and as you create um, your listings and your shipments directly through Inventory Lab, all your buy cost gets automatically put on there. So it's it's a very it, it makes it very easy. It makes the whole process uh, very seamless. So we love it. It's a great tool. End of that discussion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Until I bring up the next point. How dare you shut me down? <laughs> what? Because no, you and you and I can keep on. The more we talk, the more uh, amazing things we can think about uh, inventory lab, and we can keep on, you know, talking well, there. The only reason I brought that up is I, we're talking about the PNL, and part of the PNL is going to be your expenses. You can't really track outside expenses in inventory lab, so it is a gap. It's not like it's going to do all of your bookkeeping for you. And if you're just wrapping up your bookkeeping and sending it out to an accountant, that's great. And you're making a face, so you're telling me I can put in the gum that I buy as an expense into, well, there you go. I learned something yes, new today sir. too. Maybe I can get rid of QuickBooks <laughs> Yes, <now>. you can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, you can. So a, a, any any income or expense that you have, you can uh, into, right. into inventory lab. 
Uh, what Inventory Lab does not do is it does not give you the balance sheet and it doesn't give you a cash flow statement. So, so there you go. That's, that's where you need in the QuickBooks for. <laughs> All right, second point, now that I've distracted you <laughs> if, yet again. If, if anybody ever uh, wondered whether or not this is scripted and we actually uh, go over these things, they should put their minds at ease. Yeah. All right. This is you and I having a discussion just as we go along. Boy, we do um, anyway, get at it too. Yes, we do. All right. Um, all right. So the there's the three things that we would recommend for all of our listeners and what, anybody watching the videos um, to do on a regular basis. And by regular, I mean at least monthly mm -hmm. uh, to make sure that your data is accurate in your profit and loss statement so that when the year end comes, you can just download that profit and loss statement and hand it to your, um, to your accountant um, or CPA. Um, and it will make life so much easier. Uh, the first um, item is, of course, to make sure that your cost of goods sold is accurate and accurately inputted into Inventory Lab. There's two different ways you can do that. One is when you create a listing and you use Inventory Lab to create the shipment um, to send in to Amazon any of your inventory, you automatically put in your buy cost on there and that it will sync directly to your app to the, the sales that to that ASIN. And so when it sells, Inventory Lab automatically knows what, what the buy cost was. So that goes into your cost of goods sold. Um, and the amazing thing about Inventory Lab is that if you have five different shipments with five different prices of the buy costs of the exact same product, it knows, hey, this batch is finished. Now the next batch is being sold. The next batch's buy cost is higher or lower and it will adjust accordingly. So it does all the work for you. It's not like you have to try to figure out what the average buy cost was and then input it yourself. And then the, the second way to put in your cost of goods sold um, is if you've been selling on Amazon for a while and you hadn't been using Inventory Lab and you, start, you sign up for Inventory Lab now, it syncs to your Amazon account, it imports all of your data from your Seller Central account, all your sales data and um, Amazon fees and other expenses that Amazon charges. It imports all of that, but it doesn't have a cost of goods sold. There's a way to go into your inventory lab account and input your buy cost on each one, on each inventory. And um, we can show you real quick because it's a very easy um, easy way to do it. So if you're logged into your inventory lab account, and if you're listening to this, hopefully um, you can follow follow along. Uh, but if you if you log into your inventory lab account, uh, hover over inventory and click on FBA, uh, which takes you to your full FBA inventory, and then you will see um, your entire um, inventory there. And I think it's uh, sorted 50 at a time. Uh, but you'll see what your active cost per unit is. Um, you just click on that column and sort it by lowest to highest. And what it does is it brings all the $0 cost bases up on top. And then you just click on each one of those uh, MSKUs, um, each one of those items. It pops open um, a new window where you can type in your cost per unit and the supplier and the date purchased and how many you purchased. All of that data that you didn't have initially and put it on there, you can go ahead and, and, and add it on here. And this is something if you're brand new to, to Inventory Lab and you have been selling on Amazon previously, we highly recommend you do this because it really helps fine tune your numbers and it gives you a much better and clearer understanding of what your profit margins are, what your profit dollars are what all your expenses were. So that's, um, that's the first one. 
Number two is you want to put, to Leland's point, all your other costs regularly in your uh, in your um, inventory lab. Um, and there's um, there is a way where you can input them one at a time. Or if you have, for example, inventory lab is a, a fee-based subscription. So you know you're going to have this, whatever, I think it's $40 a month uh, subscription every single month. You can go into inventory lab settings and you can set up a uh, expense for inventory lab, $40 per month on this date each month. And then automatically every month, it just, can, it just it adds it onto your expense report. Uh, and then you can also go in and put in one-off expenses. You know, this month I had uh, um, purchased you know, $500 worth of pallets or boxes or, or whatever it might be, or my gas mileage, um, whatever other expenses you have for your business, you can go into Inventory Lab and input that, uh, that data. And it's the way to do that is you just click on your name uh, and go into settings and go into accounting and expense expense categories or income categories, which means you can also put in your income on there as well. Um, it's a it's a very easy to follow procedure. You can just go ahead and add a category for whatever it is that your uh, expense is, and just put what the total and it will put it onto your profit and loss statement page. Uh, if if anybody has any questions about this and you want us to sort of walk you through it, reach out to us. Um, either one of us will be more than happy to walk you through. Uh, you know, takes less than five minutes to kind of show you how to do it. So, mm -hmm. but it's important to put all of your other costs on that. You know, if you're part of part of our coaching program, we always, you know, we'll, we'll walk you through how to input our coaching services. If you have, um, um, if you have other subscriptions, you know, keep a subscription or a third party repricer or what any other subscriptions that you have, any expenses that are there for your business, you want to input them in here. Because at the end of the day, if you, you are calculating the health of your business based on an ROI or a profit margin that is skewed towards your sales and it doesn't include all of your expenses, you're not going to you're not going to have a very successful business for long term. Yeah. You want to have a clear understanding of all your expenses um, and and understand, you know, where if, if there's ever any deviation on your expenses on the, on, on the high end, why did that happen? You know, review those expenses on a regular basis. Make sure you minimize anything that doesn't need to be. If there's one-off expenses, make sure you understand them. But um, for, for the, this podcast's purposes, it's just a matter of making sure that you input all of your costs into your, in, your inventory lab account on a monthly basis. Um, and for the most part, you can set it up so that it automatically does it. So you won't, it's not like it's going to take you hours um, every month. And then finally, um, and this is something that a lot of people, I think, uh, either fall short of or don't really understand it, but you want to make sure that you sync or you match your inventory quantity in Amazon versus inventory quantity in uh, inventory lab versus Amazon on hand quantity um, so that there's no discrepancy. Because what, what will happen is there are times when you ship in 10 items, two of them get damaged, two of them get lost, two of them don't get scanned, whatever, Amazon only shows eight. Or for whatever reason, there's a discrepancy between what, what inventory lab shows you should have in your, in your inventory and what Amazon shows they have for you in your inventory. When that happens, you need to uh, make sure that you go in and fix that, figure out why, what, where the issue is, what the problem is, and then 
fix it on inventory lab so that it syncs properly, so that there is, there is no discrepancy on it. Um, and the way to do that, um, again, is to go to inventory, uh, hover over inventory, click on FBA inventory, and you'll just you know, scroll down. You will see a um, red triangle alert on any of the uh, inventory items or any of the SKUs that there's a discrepancy. And all you have to do is click on that, um, on that red triangle and it will show you that inventory lab has this number on there and it will tell you it does not equal to shipment plus Amazon on hand. And it will tell you what the difference is. So for example, I'm looking at one right now, it says inventory lab has 10, there's zero in shipment and Amazon on hand shows eight. So there's a difference of two. I need to figure out where that difference is. Why is there that difference? Is there two that's missing? Did I not ship two in? Um, and thought that I had, uh, did Amazon you know, mess it up and they, they didn't have, they reimbursed me for it. So th there's something that's off and you want to, you know, one or two is not going to be that significant, but if you don't fix one or two on a hundred different ASINs, it, it adds up um, and it skews your numbers. So it's important to make sure that you go in there and double check everything and make sure that that difference is zero and not a positive or negative number. So to that point of the auditing between the two systems, how frequently would you suggest doing that? Uh, at least monthly. Um, mm -hmm. All of these, all three of these things, uh, at least monthly. If you have time and you want to do it more often, it just makes, you know, it's less time. Like if, if, if you do it every week, then it, it will take you two minutes or five minutes as opposed to taking you 10 minutes if you do it once a month. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just a matter of how much time do you want to put into it. And the more often you do it, the faster you can get it done. Um, mm -hmm. And the more on top of your account you'll be. So, mm -hmm. um, but, but definitely at a minimum once a month, you want to go through and, and, and fix that. At a minimum once a month, you want to look at your profit and loss statement. Um, so before you look at your profit and loss statement, you want to make sure that all the data in it is accurate um, and all the data has been matched correctly. It's annoying, but I my Friday, like it's at the end of the week. You're just matching numbers. There's not a lot of thought. If something is more concerning because something fell out of the shipment or Monday morning's a good time to attack it, but at least you have your game plan. That's your first thing. And then that way you kind of know each week where you wrapped up. But at a at max, you say minimum, at a maximum, I would say do it monthly because you start going any more beyond that, it gets really nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, I think it goes back to a personal preference of how people work, but you don't want to go more than a month no. um, in between. Um, right. So, uh, but, but, you know, you, you mentioned Fridays. Uh, I've, I've now come to a whole different uh, mindset on Fridays. Um, I'm very, I try to be very uh, schedule oriented Monday through Thursday. And mm. I call my Fridays free flow Fridays now. Mm. So, and I really look forward to them because I come in and I don't have a set schedule. Like, do this between this time and this time and this, I come in and I say, what needs to be done? What am I behind on? What did I, not, did I miss on? And sometimes I say, you know what? Everything is copacetic. I'm going to go golfing. Uh, it's free for free flow Friday. I can do whatever I want. So sometimes, you know, it, it's, it, it, it's good to give yourself that little bit of a, a cushion. Sometimes I will come and sit down and spend eight hours just on numbers. Um, well, that makes sense. When I try to get a hold of you on Friday, now I know why I can't get a hold of you. <laughs> makes sense now. I know where to look for you. <laughs> That's right. Well, I'm going to start inviting you from now on. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, those are the, the three main uh, things that um, we recommend. It, it is tax, tax time or it's almost tax time. Mm -hmm. um, just a quick touch on um, taxes. If you did $20,000 in sales um, and 200 orders or more, 
you will get a 1099k from Amazon, um, and that will have that your your uh, accountant or whoever does your taxes will need that. Um, if you didn't, uh, you need to go in and download your sales reports. Um, there's a bunch of different reports that you can download from Amazon. Make sure you um, uh, you use the inventory valuation report from uh, Inventory Lab as well for the year end. Um, that uh, your accountant will definitely need that to know what you, what the value of your inventory was on December 31st. Um, and uh, lastly, make sure that if you had any expenses that you didn't input into Inventory Lab, that you take your receipts and spreadsheet or whatever you have. And you give it to your um, to your accountant because um, if the, if you just give them your Amazon account, um, it's going to be they're going to charge you a lot to try to do your uh, your taxes for you. And you and motivated you me. You motivated me. This year, I'm going to try using Inventory Lab and not do most of the time. I move it back over into QuickBooks and standardize it for him to ingest. I'm going to go the other way this year. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a numbers guy, though. So we'll see if you can manage. Uh, you like the data, <laughs> your numbers and data. So I'm getting lazy. So, yeah, you know, if there's an easier way, I'm all for it. You might, I, I can see you going through withdrawals for not having enough enough numbers. No, I'm just going to figure out. I'll, I'll, I'll spend time how you're cheating on your golf game. I'll work my numbers that way. Yes. Yes. Um, it's not cheating. Golfing. It's, I'm going to keep it's, it's, it's not it's not cheating. It's not cheating if, you know, you're hitting it right. There you go. Anything yeah. else to, uh, to I add think to that's that? it. So the very about to go crazy. Th <laughs> thank you so much for uh, watching and listening. At the end of this, you're going to hear Zuby's home phone number and home address. You can send all of your tax paperwork to him. He'll be happy to help you get them filed. And with that, we'll say goodbye. You know, you, 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 you've threatened this a couple of times. And my worry is one of these days, I'm going to turn on the podcast and there will be my home number, <laughs> my cell phone. Or, yeah. Just if, you know, be careful. <laughs> April 1st is right around the corner. It might just slip in. There's always some truth behind every joke, right? Thank you for listening to FB of Profits. Visit us at our website www.fbaprofits.us for more details like our Facebook group and Twitter for timely news and events.